0: Welcome to Pay Radio, talk radio worth listening to. Thank you to all our loyal listeners who have returned for more aha-inspiring shows. Since 2008, when we launched Pay Radio, thousands of people have enjoyed hundreds of on-demand shows. Hey, heads up to all you new listeners, get something to take notes with. You're about to hear something that will inspire you in some thought-provoking way. Jot those questions and ahas down and then post your questions and your ahas in the status or comment box below. In this segment, enjoy the best 30 minutes of a 90-minute April book club event. What book club, you ask? Hmm, On the third Saturday of each month, readers all around the world connect to share stories, questions, and ahas. Paid book club members enjoy access to secure online learning tools, so that we can continue this monthly discussion well beyond book club time. One of those tools includes access to our book club audio library. Paid book club members have the option to listen to or download a full copy of each event to squeeze every drop of insight out of each club call. Once again, grab something to take notes with over the next half hour. Let your explorer out to play. Our journey to explore our sense of worth begins now.
1: I've had questions asked of me before. They were the typical type of questions that I expected in self-development program, but now I'm being asked questions I never even thought about. Nobody has ever asked me these kind of questions. So When I got the book and I looked at those questions, I said, oh, what is this? <laughs>
0: Cotty, Mary, heads up. <laughs> Today's topic is doubt. Have you knocked that concept around at all inside your head?
2: Every day, probably a couple hours. <laughs> sure waste a lot of time worrying about things that I can't help.
1: Uh, all right.
0: A couple hours. Okay.
1: Because I was backing up my computer and using a new product for the first time, I think I spent about 10 minutes doubting.
0: Where do you recall start doubting yourself? Who has a story that you can flash back to maybe one of the first times you really started doubting yourself? When
3: I was younger, I was severely handicapped. And God told me he was going to heal me. And he was gonna heal everything. He told me he was gonna make me a totally new person, and this person he showed me was fantastic. Up until I was down to the last handicap thing, cause I originally had thirty-five things wrong with me. I only got one thing wrong with me last. Up until just the last one came, in, I was confident. But then it seemed like that last thing, the I would say the the, the one thing that you could see. And that was my scoliosis. When God said, okay, it's time to get rid of this and finish completing who you should be, that's when my doubts started coming in. And I haven't been able to get over it since then. That's been about 15 years ago.
0: So it's almost like an inverse relationship. As your dreams were coming true, the doubts kept getting stronger. Is that accurate? Yeah. Wow. That's a powerful awareness there, powerful awareness. Thank you for that story.
3: And I think the reason it was, because before it was the relationship between just me and God. Then as he healed me, he said, okay, you need to learn how to relationship with people really bothers me.
0: Because you were just getting used to the relationship with you.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, come on, you changed so much, right?
3: Yeah. I used to be sick out the time. Now, to get over cold, I drink hot water.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Inside of us, we get wired an image of ourselves at a very young age, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Mary, you had to deal with multiple societal things. From a worth decay sort of thing, Ron, as you've grown older, how have you noticed people treating you different?
2: In all reality, I think I get a little bit more
0: respect. Mm-hmm. I've definitely gotten wiser as I've gotten older. Still not quite there, but I'm getting there. <laughs> so, Ron, as you're beginning to feel that respect, I mean, feel it versus think it, right? Right. You're feeling it. You're not doubting it anymore, right? Uh, not as much. <laughs> ah. What's changing? Me. <laughs> is what's changing inside you, is it confidence? Yes, it is. Okay. What else? Where well, I'm a lot more confident
2: mm-hmm. and outspoken.
0: So before you kept your mouth shut more often than not.
2: Well, I used to worry about what people would think when I said something.
0: Oh, well, you're yeah, the I only really one don't. here who worries about that. Nobody else on this uh, video, does. Uh, this call does that. I,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: okay how much of a source of doubt money whether you have it or you don't have it inspire doubt okay. uh, yeah
3: i really don't care whether i have it or don't it's okay. just never been a, a, a thing with me god keep telling me he wants me to become rich and i'm used to being me and i've always been poor and that bothers me
0: from a financial standpoint
3: yeah I don't think I want the money that God keeps telling me he
0: gets for me. So, Mary, do I have your permission to lightly challenge you
4: a little bit? Sure.
0: Think of an organization near you that you know of, a nonprofit doing work that you support. What would that organization be?
3: I think it would be something that help the homeless either, mentally challenged.
0: Could be both. If that homeless shelter or if that center working with the mentally challenged, knocked on your door, and they're asking for donations, right? And you could whip out your checkbook and write each of them a million-dollar check with, be like ordering pizza. How would you feel?
3: I feel good doing it.
0: Where am I going with this? I hear you. Mary, you're getting it. I feel the wheels turning. Breathe. (laughs) What's going on in there?
3: I was raised with the mentally challenged. I was a mentally challenged so God healed my brain for better. I know he healed it, but it's kind of hard for me to accept that I can do all the stuff or even probably more than what everybody would call the regular people. And it's just
0: hard for me. Struggling with your sense of worth? Yeah. Observations from those on the call?
4: I think when I used to look at society for my own problems and say I was a very shy kid, and I was scared all the time, and I'd let society judge me and tell me that I wasn't worth it, I wasn't good enough, I was too scared, I would never become the person I wanted to be because I was too shy. You're already worth it. You're already you. You're already a timeless being. Just because Joe Blow on the street or on this call would say, you know, Mary, because of this, this, you can't achieve that, That's really just bad programming, and if you let it go and you enjoy who you really are, you'll find what you're good at, what your skills are, who you really are, who you really want to be. And Actually, I was listening to a podcast, and it really just dawned on me. A lot of the problems, poverty in the world, bad people doing stuff, and people feeling inadequate about themselves is because they don't have a sense of, true worth, and true love about themselves. So if you can find that in whatever situation, and I understand it's hard, but if you can find that, you can make a big change.
0: Totally. Totally.
3: When I think back when I was younger, it's like I grew that. At least that's how I feel because when I was younger, because God talked to, even my mom said, I don't know how to raise you, okay? Uh, that's between you and God. And since I was just dealing with him, everybody just came to me like I knew everything.
0: Could you imagine planting a garden and doing all the work it takes and then just letting it rot?
3: No. Why not? Because it didn't make no sense to plant it in the first place.
0: So if God has riches in store for you financially so that local people could come and you could write a check for a million dollars and it's only like Ordering pizza. I get you. What changed? What changed?
3: Well, I started thinking about what other people, how, but I did just worry other people because, see, I used to go out in the craziest neighborhood and I would just pray people out of stuff and I used to do a lot of healing.
0: My point for Mary and everybody on this call and Marcia, if everyone takes a moment right now and just closes your eyes and just feel your own potential, feel it. We just heard Mary's potential. We just heard a beautiful story of how, by allowing that which wants to work through us, Whether you call that God, whatever term you want to use, it's the potential. And the goal of this journey I'm on with you is to pull any weeds that might start sucking your potential. And as you open your eyes and you look at the people in front of you and you see each other's potential, it knocks my socks off. What each and every one of you have the potential of doing Imagine slowly washing away doubt and the energy taken that doubt sucks to grow, right? Like a weed in a garden. When that energy is no longer being given to doubt, I think all of Team Seekers has seen Marsha shift tremendously. Marsha, as your doubt has dissolved, what are you noticing?
1: (laughs) Much more confidence in myself, in all the abilities I actually do have. I think some of the abilities I was blinded to, I doubted so much of my skills and abilities that it really put a damper on me. And through Pay Me What I'm Worth, I have actually gained so much more self-confidence in my abilities, in what I want. And I'm feeling that my potential is coming forward. It's coming out.
0: Does that scare you, Marcia, that you're becoming more confident?
1: There have been moments when I felt like, oh, wow, I, this is a whirlwind. Am I ready for this? But I feel I am. And it. there were times that, yes, I was scared. But then I just kept moving forward. I just kept doing the work in paying Me What I'm Worth and... It's like settling in. It's like becoming a part of me. So I'm not challenging myself like I used to. I think that was a challenge for me. But now it's like settling into my very being because I'm doing the work. I've done the work. I'm going to continue doing the work.
0: And that's what attracted Kareem and Chris and Mary and Ron and Connie this very moment. True? Sure. I agree.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mary's having an aha. Mary I always have an aha.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think my thing is I'm not used to dealing with people. I've just learned to talk to anyone. And basically, you know, I get very, like, six people I talk to all together. And to do what God wants me to do. I've got to practically be an international speaker. And that means having to be able to talk to anybody all the time. And I don't see myself being that person.
0: So when I publish this video out on YouTube and millions of people start connecting in and listening to Mary...
2: Hmm. <laughs>
4: when this goes out on YouTube, Mary, who... Thing, maybe I haven't reached all the people that I used to back in my childhood when I was feeding people. Now she can reach all those people again through the magic of YouTube. Yay, YouTube.
0: <laughs> what we're doing right now, Ron, Mary,
4: mm-hmm.
0: you're reaching people, aren't you? Yeah. You know, can we all
4: go with the
3: outcome? I think this, this, this is the part that's going to scare me. Because what I see is that probably a lot of the people whom I once dealt with will may see this and contact me through this, there are some very big-name people who I've helped out.
0: What are you observing so far in today's group, Ron? What are you? What are some of
2: your thoughts? Uh, fascinating. You're making me dig in places I forgot I had.
4: It's like gardening.
2: Yes, it is. There's still hope for me. I know that.
0: <laughs>
2: you better be ready to put in some overtime
0: oh. <laughs> I want all of you To wrestle with doubt I want you to really look at what doubt is doing To you Because I look at doubt As a weed Now not all weeds are bad I mean I have to admit I have lived in some places And if I didn't have weeds in my lawn I'd have no lawn and at least the weeds were keeping the dirt in place. So I'm not trying to bash weeds, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Right.
0: But it was just because I was too lazy to do anything about those weeds to put in a better lawn. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I didn't own the place. I was just renting. I didn't care. I mean, as you think of this weed doubt, how deep are the roots? Mm -hmm. Chris, as you've gone through this program... And you've begun to really look at your roots. What's surprising you about how deep some of those roots are?
2: It's a lot of
0: work, constant vigilance. Constant, you have to do it all the time. Now, who, who you are you talking about? Me. Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's been a long journey to figure out what I finally want to do. Are you finding it? tapping into our potentials? Is like fertilizer. Yes.
4: Yeah.
0: It, it, it makes us want to go,
4: hmm, wow. Right? Um, yeah.
0: Let's get out our paper and pen. Let's get concrete. Let's start with doubt. Write doubt in the center of your paper. Circle it. A traditional mind mapping brainstorming thing I do all the time. So doubt in the center of the paper. Circle it. And let your mind go. What are some of those things that you're doubting? Just write the word and circle it. Write the word and circle it. That's all I want you to do. It's like popcorn happening. The first kernel was doubt. You, you wrote that word, that's your first popcorn, and then you're gonna start popcorning. What other things are you doubting? Is there anything to do about money, about your age? Whatever it is, relationships, We're going to take this to the next step. At least write two other circles about doubt. And this piece of paper can grow. You can add more pieces of paper to this piece of paper as time goes on. As you start drawing lines and start connecting your circles to the doubt, when you draw a line from that circle to doubt, I want that line to represent how much doubt, how thick is the doubt. I want to visually see, is it a, just a modicum of doubt? Is it a hint of doubt? Is it a whisper of a doubt? Or is like, holy crap, this is serious doubt. It's like it's a major inch thick line, right? So as you start doing this mind mapping, and you start, this piece of paper can grow and grow and grow. And as you visually get out of your head, all of the chaos committee conversations CCC as I call it, Chaos Committee Conversations. How's your CCC doing? How's that chaos committee and its conversation going, right? As we head straight on to our chaos committee, and we start doing and we're here's the next part of our journey. As you're mapping this out, Marsha, when you first read chapter four, the timeline thing, when you started looking at the daunting nature of that timeline, right? Right? Did you think I was crazy?
1: (laughs) At first, yes. I thought, wait a minute, now you're asking me to look at myself, my past. I had always been taught uh, just move forward, stop looking at all that, and just move forward. So when I started doing it, and I had to look at my past, and I realized that it was really a good exercise for me to do because it showed me the areas that I needed to actually fix because they were never fixed in the past. They they had still been lingering in my mind, and I hadn't realized it.
0: Much like gardening, much like weeding. I can go into my garden and I can snap off the tops of the weeds in a pretty quick motion, right? (laughs) Right, And it'll look like I weeded.
4: <laughs>
0: I'm moving forward. Look at my beautiful garden. It's all weeded.
4: I face a problem. I don't have the answer to it. I sit there and let the weeds grow. Or I can go out and pull the weeds and keep trying. Where's the root? Where's the root? I'm going to find the root. I don't know where the root is, but I'll keep digging.
0: Perfect example. That sheet of paper with your circles on it is your soil. I'm going to ask you to do some weeding. And one of the things, Marcia, that you found by doing the timeline is you could get out of your head all those conversations going on and you could now look at them,
1: right? Right. Uh-huh.
0: You're staring at them, right? Right. All you're doing is staring at your timeline. And it started talking to you, didn't it?
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yes.
0: You began to see your patterns. Patterns
1: Absolutely.
0: are the roots.
1: Yes, Yes. finding those patterns was key for me. The patterns that did not serve me anymore. That was so key.
0: Perfect. Yep. I want you to start finding your own patterns. Do you see how there is a wonderful relationship between finding your own answers and unleashing your potential? Yes. Yes. So to make this really concrete, I'm going to really play with doubt right now. With your permission, I want you all to select one item you're wearing. Think of one item you're wearing. Okay. Who made it? What's the name of the person who made that garment? I'm not talking about the label. I'm talking about what is the name of the person who made that garment? I don't know. Bingo. The more I know, the more I don't know. I think it was Socrates or somebody. The wise person knows the more they know, the more they don't know. Right? Right. Yeah. The more I know, the more I don't know is my get-out-of-jail-free card.
3: I think that I feel less adept now. A little scared, though, and I'll tell you why. My first 20 years made a big impact on not just me, but the handicapped society in a whole. I completely just walked away from that.
0: Walked away or purposefully just took a break? Walked away because
3: as I get better, for one thing, I used to have disability. They took me off of disability. And then I said, Well, then if I'm not disabled anymore, then why am I fighting for all these handicapped rights? And I walked away. Bad part about it is I didn't actually find out till 2000 something that the handicap rights that I had wrote and the government promised me that they were gonna pass was actually passed in 74, 75. I think a lot of times they they you me as a spokesperson, and I was really out there for a while, and I did the whole thing myself in.
0: Can I offer a different perspective, Mary? Sure. You planted a seed. You've got to yeah. dig a hole to plant a seed. And what I'm hearing from you is you actually recognized your boundaries in that moment. You recognized your limits. You had the wisdom to pick your battles wisely. Now you're beginning to realize you've got a few deeper roots and some wisdom in things. You're beginning to get that feeling back that, whoa, there's more to do. I'm going to warn you, if you choose to stay with this book club, we're going to be going,
2: yes, Mary!
4: You have <laughs> got a ground rule. Warning, encouragement may be part.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: we'll encourage
4: you.
0: That's correct. So I'm curious, Ron, has doubt, have you become a little less doubtful since our talk?
2: I can honestly say that I am a
0: lot more aware of it. Uh, we'll be good. Stop doubting. So kind of like that famous line, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, right?
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: The more we get to know what we're doing with doubt, the more it disappears, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: I think it was programmed
2: into me because uh, certain members of my family, friends, said a lot of pretty negative things because I wanted to be different than everybody else. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do and do it,
1: and the hell with
2: Doug. I don't care. it on, Just
0: do it.
1: I'm on your page, too, Chris. I just try to cast
3: that aside and just dive in and go for the gold.
0: Because it's not worth our time, is it? Nope. No, it's not. I mean, when it's all said and done, what has doubt, Connie? What has doubt, if you think of the literally the years you might have tallied up all the doubt in one fell swoop, if you were to add up every minute, every day, every hour of doubt that you've had, what has it really produced for you? A big loss of time.
3: Yes, I agree with Francis. A big loss of
0: time.
1: Time and energy.
0: So do I have a commitment from everyone here that you're going to look at doubt as like, oh, hi, nice knowing
1: you.
3: Uh,
4: (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. I'm going to look at it as, hey, I'm not actually going to look at it. I'm just going to go, okay, here's what I want to do. Go do it.
0: A little trick that I've used with doubt is because it has been part of my life for so long. It's like an intimate friend. What happens when an intimate friend feels abandoned.
4: Hmm? We start calling you out there like, Sol, where you at, bro? I want to hang out. Get some brews.
0: Yeah, keep pushing it away. And it's only going to pound harder, isn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah.
4: Then he'll uh-huh. start calling you or she'll start calling you even more and say like, Sol, come on, man. Just one drink. You got to have one drink come out.
0: So my point? Don't avoid
2: it. Address it. Attack
3: it.
0: I love
3: it. Yeah. Embrace it.
0: Hug it. Let it know, I hear you. I'll add you another circle to my doubt page. Okay, see, I've I've documented it. I'm I'm not ignoring you. i got to get going. And eventually it fades. When it knows that you know it's there, it doesn't have to be knocking on your door all the time, right? Right. Yeah. That's liberating in my book. Yes. You're going to find in our book club discussions, and you're going to find in the Pay Me What I'm Worth program, if I sense there's this tug of war, this give and take, this shut it down, start it up, cut it off, let it go, anything that is creating a dualistic thing, you've created a problem there. Right. We have to absorb it like a leaf falling from the tree and going into the ground and decomposing and feeding the roots again. We have to absorb in order for us to evolve. Yeah? Does that make any sense? Or did that get a little too woo-woo? No,
4: that makes sense. It makes sense to me. I think duality fundamentally, for me at least, is an illusion because we're all connected. I'm connected energetically to soul, to Chris, to Mary, to Fran, to everybody in the universe. We're all – that doesn't mean like the ego doesn't exist. I can fundamentally know that I'm connected to everybody spiritually
0: that's so true as we close this show here's a couple facts to ponder fact one each pay radio show costs Seoul University time and money to host as well as produce which leads us to fact two (laughs) we professionally edit all audio content like this show notice how this show is free of (coughs) uh ums, you know and related things folks say while they think of what to say next now that you have a sense of what goes on in our Pay Me What I'm Worth book club, smart people will join our monthly book club to figure out how to say, pay me what I'm worth. Say it like you mean it. Say it so you get it. Visit bit.ly forward slash to learn more. Again, that link is bit.ly forward slash pay me club. To learn more, click the registration link and you'll get signed up in just a few moments. Within seconds after registering, log into our book club audio library to catch up on what you've missed. We look forward to you joining us on a life-changing journey. Together, one day, one person, one step at a time, we grow more awake and aware of what our worth is all about. Join us today. You're worth it. Once again, thank you for listening to Pay Radio, talk radio worth listening to. To access hundreds of on-demand, downloadable shows, visit bit.ly forward slash pay radio. Again, bit.ly forward slash pay radio anytime. We look forward to hearing you or seeing you in our monthly book club events.